everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Taking care of business <laughs> no. every day. No. Taking care of business oh. every way. I said taking stop. care of business. Stop. Hey, everybody. I don't hey. even want to say hi to you. No, I've been planning that all week. Really, oh, all month. A surprise edition. I, mm-hmm. um, if you're new here, I like to sing along when the opportunity presents itself. And, you know, it's a little off key, but as Ella would say, her heart's in the right place. So thanks for tuning in to Hop Culture today. Ella's my 10-year-old, by the way. Um, We are one member down today. We're missing little T. We're hoping that she can join us um, partway through. Um, But it's just Claire, Grace, and Anne for now. And today we are going to face some of our personal demons in the new year. You know how when, you know, December rolls around, I would say it even could be November, honestly. And it gets really easy to just kind of be like, you know, I'll deal with that after Christmas. That's just going to have to wait till after Christmas, you know. And then it gets to be after Christmas and it's like, uh, you know, after New Year's, there's no point in trying to tackle it now. Let's just wait till the new year. And pretty soon you've got a bunch of tasks piled up that you've been meaning to get to for months. It's not pretty. But eventually, you got to face the music. So that's what we did today. And we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so last week, Claire gave us a challenge to take care of something that we've been putting off since before the holidays. And we're calling, as you might have guessed from Claire's song, we're calling this episode Taking Care of Business. And we hope it'll inspire you to take care of something that's been weighing on you for a while. I feel like this spin that this is like a fun episode idea is like, I'm doing this in mom's stead because if mom were here, she <laughs> this would is be, totally what mom it's does. so like, trying to make it like a fun challenge or like a game or something. Or like or just like just to take the thing that you least want to face and make you face it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what all the yeah. productivity experts say to do. And we're going to yeah. talk about well, that. Well, it's good. Bit. I'm always happy to get it done, but it's just like. It's terrible. Sometimes it's hard. Mm-hmm. I actually had the thought, because I was kind of confused what the episode was actually going to be about when she gave us the assignment. And as I was doing my task, I was like, what if this is just not even part of the episode? Like, what if this is like. <laughs> it's a, a surprise. To us? <laughs> That she just made us get something done. Well, and now we can have the relief of having finished something. I think we should talk about that. I think we'll dive into that a little bit today. That wasn't really like a conscious plan, but I do think we will talk about, you know, that phenomenon a little bit. You know, I just thought we could talk a little bit about procrastination, like to get started, because I think the heart of what we're talking about today is procrastinating, right? And it's understandable, mm-hmm. especially in a busy time of year, busy season to procrastinate things. Everyone does it. But I did, I do hope that maybe our conversation and talking about some of the things that we find challenging to face 
will hopefully get everyone else to celebrate just getting things done, getting things checked off your list that you've been meaning to do. And um, we would love if you guys would share on Instagram. We will do a call out for, tell us what business you took care of this week. It could be big, it could be small. A lot of the things on my list were just little things. But let's talk a little bit about some research that has been done about procrastinating. So have you guys heard of the two-minute rule before? No. Okay. So the two-minute rule, um, I guess the... I've heard this, you know, talked about before, but I guess the person that like originally really, you know, codified it is named David Allen. And he wrote this book, Getting Things Done or Getting Stuff Done. And I was like, oh, we should have read that for the episode. I'd never heard of the book. Um, Basically, it's just that if there's a task that comes to mind that takes two minutes or less to finish, just do it right now. Like, don't write it down, you know, or mentally be like, I'm going to do that later. And his reasoning for two minutes is that is about the length of time when tracking it or mentally, like the mental load of trying to remember it is more than just like the effort or time it would take to just do it. So what do you guys think about this concept? So it doesn't really work for me because what winds up happening is I can never really relax because it's like anytime mm-hmm. I think of something, I have to do it. And then I just feel on edge. Like sometimes I have a hard time having a balance between like doing nothing or like not being able to rest at all. Mm-hmm. And this sort of makes it hard to ever stop because it's like as soon as I think of like, I should have done that. then and, and even like if it's time to go to bed, I'm like, have trouble not getting up out of bed to do mm-hmm. something. Well, so, you could literally yeah. like be getting in bed and being like, be like, you know, I should dust my nightstand. Like you could see mm-hmm. a million two minute tasks like <laughs> from bed. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally see that. I was going to say it sounds like a recipe for disaster for people with ADHD because I feel like I would just get distracted mid task and then I wouldn't have even written it down or like made a mental note of it. So I'd probably like half do something and then have do something else and then have to do something else and it would just mm-hmm. <laughs> probably I wouldn't finish anything. And I, I use little tasks as a procrastination method. Like I sit mm-hmm. down to do something and I'm totally. like totally mm-hmm. I should unload the dishwasher. And then I go do that. For me, what has worked better is keeping a bullet journal and writing down all of those things. And then I, I have a section that I call bad ones mm-hmm. that every day I have like five or six of these little bad ones and they're just small two minute tasks that I dread and procrastinate. And there's just an hour of the day where like I have to do the bad ones. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I do think there's something to it. Like I think it talked about this in, was it in the lazy genius? I, I think it was don't set things down because mm-hmm. then you have to like come back and clean them up. And I think, it's kind of a similar idea where, like, you could just do it right now, like, mm-hmm. instead of putting it off for later. And yeah, that does, you know, it does help me. I think making it like a rigid rule is maybe taking it too far, but but I think it could be helpful. I struggle with this because I feel like I already tend to run late to things, and the thought of like, like one you know, t- 
tough point for me is trying to like get out the door somewhere. And it's hard to leave like dishes in the sink or, you know, oh, I should take the trash out before we go or I should do this. And it's like, no, but then I'm just going to be like 20 minutes late to wherever we're trying to make it to. So sometimes I just feel like it's too distracting to me. And like, then I'm not focusing on like a big task that needs to get done or like prioritizing what I really need to be doing right then because I'm like seeing a bunch of little things that I should be doing. So it's not necessarily that it would make me feel like I can't relax. It's just like I would get so distracted and like not prioritize what really needs to get done in that moment. Mm -hmm. So I don't have ADHD, but I do feel like as I've had more like with each child, I feel like I have taken on some of the attributes just because <laughs> it feels like your mind has like a million tabs open at once, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like you're thinking of all these different things you could or should do. So, and maybe that's offensive. I hope that's not offensive to people with ADHD, but like I understand why moms are always like doing things like putting glasses over glasses yeah. and stuff because it's like you're <laughs> yeah, just trying to think of so many things. I don't think people with ADHD have like a monopoly on being distracted. Well, so. remember on The Bachelor when the girl got mad about someone was oh. like appropriating ADHD or yes. <laughs> something and then everyone was like, that oh was no, so is that like – so I just, so I just got to cover my bases. Um <laughs> There was – okay, I watched this TikTok by oh, – I'm going to remember. Is it Mel Robbins? No, he's like the – no, it is Mel Robbins. Uh, I get – there's so many Mel's. Mel Brooks, Mel Gibson, Mel B mm -hmm. from Spice Girls. Mel C from Spice Girls. Mel's Kitchen Cafe. I know. There's what just so many Mel's. I mean, uh, I'm Melanie, guessing – the boy Mel? Oh, it could be – I was going to say Melissa or Melinda. Oh, yeah, that too. Melroy? Melvin, I think. Melvin. Melvin, yeah. I don't know. Melroy. Is <laughs> Melroy a name? I don't think so. I like it, though. I'm going to write it down. Wow, Melroy is not a name. So, Mel <laughs> you can't, you can make anything a name. Are you trying to look it up? Yeah, I looked it up. I mean, it's, it's a last name, but like, mm -hmm. it's not, no one is really named that. Added to the baby, the unique baby name list. Um, <laughs> Anyway, Mel Robbins, you guys have probably heard of her. You've probably seen her if you don't know who she is off the top of your head. Um, she's like a motivational speaker, blonde, glasses. She's the one that does like the high five in the mirror thing. So she talked about how procrastination – you know what? I can't remember anything from the video. <laughs> oh, no. Claire. I just remember what she said you're supposed to do. But I can't remember exactly what she said procrastination is. I'm going to look it up. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm ready. She had like, this was like a snippet from a speech she'd given, but she said procrastination is just a habit. And like you have to notice like the pattern of falling into the habit. And so for example, like if you sit down at your computer and instead of getting right to work, you're like checking, you know, Yahoo News or, you know, we all have those little like time wasters that we do when we don't want to really get Yahoo down things. News. And she – Yahoo <laughs> News. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that, that a thing? so random. Is it Yahoo News a yeah. thing that people well, look at? I just don't, I don't think know. it's like back in the, the day. The number one most common 
distraction of 2024. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I cannot get Yahoo to not be my default search. I keep trying to reset it to Google. It's really oh, tough. No. <laughs> it's not a good search engine at all. Um, so anyway, whatever your time waster is. But uh, she said that you should like put your like hand on your forehead and go five, four, three, two, one. And like, it's like, that's like your, okay, I'm shifting into like, when you notice yourself doing that, you do like a physical mm. thing to like reset. It yourself. feels a little spooky. It seems, it seems a little wacky, but also I see where she's coming from with like noticing sometimes it's kind of like, <laughs> There have been times where when I'm trying to give myself a pep talk and I'm like, come on, come <laughs> yeah. on. You know, like I could kind of see it being like that where it's like five, four, three, two, one. And it's like, okay, I'm focusing now. <laughs> and I do think that that is true. Like I've noticed that in myself. I definitely have habits of procrastinating. It's just like bad habits of like getting home and sitting in the car for a while on my phone because I don't want to deal with like what's to come when I go inside or you know just <laughs> sitting different things in like the that. Car and it's on like the phone. That's dark. It's really grim. It's really grim. Yeah, it's grim, but it's real. That, oh, it's such a classic mom thing. Yeah, because it's like that transition is like so hard to transition to like the next part of your day. You know, mm-hmm. so um, that one was like a little different, but I thought the noticing when in your day you're like falling into that habit. And then um, Raymond Chandler, who is an author, um, I found this in an article online. It's called, he had this theory called the nothing alternative, not theory, but like a practice where if you notice yourself procrastinating a task or like work or something, you can say, it seems also dangerous to me. You can say, okay, if I'm not going to work, I'm going to just do nothing. That's all the only other thing I'm allowed to do. I can't scroll on my phone. That I can't would not take work out the trash. I can't. It's That's like you horrible. can literally just sit. I and do that do all the time to procrastinate. And I'm like, that sounds that like sounds how bad. So yeah, many people sounds- just <laughs> sit and stare at a wall <laughs> to avoid doing a thing that you're dread. Like, I don't think that would get anyone to do anything. I'm curious though. I don't know in today's day and age where we're used to just turning to technology. No, I stare at the wall. I actually, I feel like there's people that cannot handle just like doing nothing. I can't handle doing nothing. Yeah. That I, is That's his most common form of procrastination is just sitting there and staring. And staring. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Mine, yeah, actually, I think it would maybe, I, at first I said it was dangerous. Now I'm like, I might give it a wow. try. I don't know. I think it sounds kind of healthy. It actually does. It sounds like it would just clear your mind. It does sound – I mean, I do like Eventually, even if I don't get the thing done, at least what I did instead was, like, something worthwhile, but – Mm-hmm. But I think it actually brings up an interest – like you said earlier, Grace, where a lot of times little tasks are procrastinating. I think we trick ourselves into being like, well, I'm going to do this first. And it's like, no, 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 no. You can't trick yourself into thinking you're doing something equally Mm -hmm. virtuous right now. You're just not going to do anything. It's like a punishment, like a little child. Like, you're going to sit and think. So, 
I thought that was interesting. And then um, another David Allen tactic is the next action method, which this is like a very common I do like productivity this one. hack. Yeah. Do you know this one? It's just you if you're if there's a task that's daunting, then you just break it into like what is the next one thing I need to do on mm-hmm. this? Exactly. That is helpful for me. Yeah, and that's a pretty common, you know, there's a lot of names for it, but like breaking something down into steps, essentially. And I agree. I think that is like one of the most helpful tactics because a lot of times the things that I put off are things that I know are going to be multi-step and I'm like, I don't know where to get started on this, you know, and it Mm -hmm. seems like it's going to be this like weeks long ordeal and it's like, okay, well, what would be like the very if it, if i had 20 minutes to spend on this what could i get done right now to like start mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so i think that one's helpful i remember mom telling me that if you're having trouble like getting started on something to just stand up i think because oh <laughs> oh yeah that is that's you'll helpful most too. likely kind of end up like going over and doing what you need to do but if you're mm-hmm. just like still sitting on the couch or in your room or whatever, like it. The inertia. It's really hard. Yeah. Actually, that was another thing from the Mill Robbins video I forgot. She said research shows that 80% of people, once they get started on a task, will finish it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So it really is just like getting started. <laughs> that's the hardest part. Um, and I mean, that might be more like broken down tasks, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Not the, you know, a giant project all in one sitting. But I do think, yeah, just moving like physically in some way is helpful too. Okay, so let's talk about the, you know, the business we chose to take care of this week. Did anyone do more than one? I had a goal to do one every day and I Whoa, fell, oh, clear. I fell short. You can't, Mine were you can't small. give us a goal and have... then do like a secret bonus goal. It's <laughs> not fair. Who says? I make the rules. <laughs> Um, I did do two things. I didn't have like huge daunting things really. So I just did little ones. But I think that's another loser that did one thing. Well, I think that's the point though, is sometimes the little tasks you put off and then you're like, wait, Mm -hmm. that took me five minutes. You know, that's what happened to me is I did one thing and I felt so on top of the world. I thought, what else could I knock off my list today? Mm hmm. Grace is really affected by inertia. Yeah, I, I do great. think I, I'm. Well, that's why the t- that two minute thing doesn't work for me because once I start doing <laughs> these things, I can't stop. Mm-hmm. It's I really have trouble <laughs> transitioning between the states of rest and work. But yeah, I, I guess I'll I'll start with what what I did, which was I finally renewed my license. <gasps> hoping (laughs) i guess this was a secret trick i'll admit it wasn't intentional (laughs) but i was kind of like in the back of my mind i was like i wonder if grace will do this and i was hoping (laughs) but i i didn't want to bring it up yeah i'm so proud of you thank you so i don't want to give the full backstory but this was probably my fourth or fifth attempt at renewing my (laughs) driver's license it was revoked by the state, not because she did anything wrong, because they screwed up. You got to tell that part. Okay. That's nuts. So, I've never heard of this happening. I had an Alaska driver's license. It expired, but I applied for an extension. So I had this extension, 
And then I went into the Ohio. First of all, it's the BMV. Mm-hmm. I, the BMV, just be a DMV. Yeah. I think it's just. BM is a tough. <laughs> you got to stay yeah, from BM. letters. Yeah. That is true. I didn't even, I just think BMV is just sounds like, what is this, you know? So anyway, I had to go to several different ones because they kept rejecting my extension. They're like, well, your license expired. So you're going to have to, you know, take the full driver's test. And I was like, no, it's it's extended. The extension is still valid. And like, I don't know. People were mm-hmm. just confused. Finally, I went to one where they accepted it. I went through the whole thing and like got my picture taken and got a physical copy of my license in the mail. And then a couple weeks later, I got a letter that was like, your license had actually expired. So you're going to have to come in and take the full like driver's test. And they basically like revoked it. And at that point, I was so done with it that I left it for months and months. But every time I drive, I'm stressed because I'm like, this Mm -hmm. license isn't valid. Like, I'm going to get pulled over and I'm going to go to jail. I don't know. Were you flying? Oh, you have a passport, I have a passport. So I've been taking my passport everywhere that I've gone. (laughs) (laughs) So stressful. And so I went the other day. I didn't have all the right identification stuff. I went today. I was like, okay. I'm going to take a half day off work Oh man! because I have to block out all this time for a driver's test and everything. I I went to go do it. And the lady's like, yeah, I'm looking it up. She's like, there's, there's no notes on this. There's no like holds or anything. She's like, I can't see anything wrong with your license. So I was like, do you think if I got like pulled over? She's like, well, there's nothing, nothing on the record. So all this time it's been fine. It's been fine. But that was the lady at the actual like testing center. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, she was like, go go to the actual BMV and, you know, see what they say. <laughs> I can't with BMV. Oh, my word. And so I went and they were, he's like, um, do, if you can provide a copy of your extension, that will be valid. And I was like, I had this last time sure? I came. Yeah. And he was like the head of the whole thing. He's like, yes, that's all you'll need. So <laughs> technically... I provided the copy, they scanned it, and he said I'm good to go. But that's the exact same thing that happened last time, and I got a letter a couple oh, weeks later. I'm so, so fingers I'm excited, crossed. I'm joyful, but I'm also scared. Yeah. I think so it's that's but I mean, this time. I think it'll work out. Yeah. I mean, if he's the head honcho, mm-hmm. like, who else could you talk and to? And he's the guy that sent the letter in the first place that revoked mm-hmm. my license. So Did he apologize? He did. Did he really? He was like, I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry for wow. all the back and forth. I was joking. Um, That's nice. It was, yeah. Everyone everyone at the Mayfield BMV was very polite. <laughs> what is BMV? That's very sweet. Bivision Bureau of, of Motor, motor Vehicles. Bivision. Bivision. <laughs> Bureau. Oh. It is. No, I agree. It threw me for a loop, too. Grace, I'm, a, I'm so happy for you, but I did want you to have the experience of taking the driving test. I like sort of I did, too. To. I got all, like, dolled up. Mm-hmm. I even cut my hair a little bit what? To, <laughs> to cut nice. um, some face-framing strands because, <laughs> because I read in our – I was looking up articles on 17 and, like, L <laughs> – about like how to take how to take your driver's license photo. I think it was for like you know sixteen year old girls mm-hmm, taking their gosh. first driver's license photos. But it was like oh, put your hair hilarious. up with a few strands to soften your face. I did my makeup all like special with like bronzer and like highlight different things. Yeah, highlight. That's so nice. But then I didn't even need to get another picture taken, so I have my old oh. bad picture. Did you at least take a selfie? No. 
Oh, you're just taking a selfie. I was going to say, why'd they say to put your hair up? But remember how Anne's hair fit yeah. the entire frame? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it reason. said. It was like, your hair can take up <laughs> much needed space. It really made ah. me look like some kind of monster. <laughs> I was just staring at it today like, how did this go so awry? So, That's yeah. So I, I practiced smiling in the mirror all for nothing. Wow. Claire told me to practice driving, and I was like, how could I possibly practice driving? I've been driving for 20 years. There's a maneuverability years. test that I... If I can't pass a maneuverability test at this point in my driving career... Parallel parking? I'll never learn. I was going to say... Uh, I can parallel I, park. It's not parallel parking, though. It's like... It's a whole thing. It's just driving through cones. Anyway. It's true. Anyway, long story short, you Long succeeded. story short, got it. And then on the way home, I was like, I think I'm going to clean out my car. <gasps> so I cleaned up everything in my car every piece of trash every piece oh. of mail whoa the only thing that's in there now is reusable shopping bags that's so cool Good for you and dirt because i didn't actually vacuum it but that's amazing way to go mine Oops. is like paltry compared to that so my three tasks were number one i had to make a phone call and reschedule mm. a doctor's appointment Ooh. Which it's not, it shouldn't be hard, but it just is for some reason, you know? Um, And then number two was I finally put away a Christmas tree. Nice. (laughs) On January 10th. Um, And number three was I was very daunted and still am, but I feel a little bit better about it now. Um. I mentioned this on our last episode, but we need to get passports to Mm. go to Peru. And mine is expired and the kids have never had one. So I just don't – the last time I got a passport, I was under mom and dad's wing. So I've never done it myself as an adult. Um, So it they don't make it easy, you know? Mm -mm. It's really not super clear. Like the process is very confusing. I'm like – you have to bring in all this identification, half the identification my kids don't have. So I need to figure out – I'm sure there's some kind of loophole for kids, but I need to research that. So I was getting very overwhelmed by like, what all do I need to do? But I did the whole next step thing and I was like, okay, the first thing I'm going to need to do is fill out these forms for the whole family. So like I'm going to look up this form – and that is what I have to do first. You know, I just – even just opening windows on the computer and, like, going to, like, this is the page that explains the form. This is the page that explains the photos. You know, um, so I feel confident I will be able to do it. But it was helpful even just to – because it's kind of been this thing lurking that I'm, like, I know I'm going to need to do this. It's going to be stressful. It's going to take a long time. I need to get started on it so that – do you know how many Instagram stories I've seen of influencers panicking because their passport like wasn't coming through and they had like a trip planned? Mm, yeah. <laughs> it scarred me. I've never seen Turtle Creek Lane so stressed and unlike herself in my life. And so I've just been I'm like, I can't be someone who is like waiting till the last second on this. Yeah. Or it's gonna be passports horrible. are the great equalizer because you can't throw around your weight and exactly get any sort of special treatment. I was literally just thinking that. It's like, it doesn't matter if you can spend a lot, you know, if you have money. It's like, no, everyone has to do this. 
I was thinking that's why we see so many, sorry, we were talking about airport meltdown videos before we started recording. And I think that's why there's, it's complicated, but I think that's one reason why airport meltdowns happen is it's like, you have no control over this, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think like government places are similar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. You, you, it doesn't matter who you are here, you know? So um, I feel at least now that I understand kind of what I need to do and I feel peace that I have given myself enough time to complete it if I get started like this week on it, you know? So it's not finished, but I at least know what steps I need to take next. So I'm feeling good about that. Very nice. That's awesome. Okay, for my task, I there were a lot to choose from because, to be honest, I have not fully unpacked <laughs> and organized. So I did exactly what we just were saying not to do, and I chose, like, the the more fun-sounding task um, instead of, like, the really bad ones. But um, I – what I did was – I styled my shelves that are in our fun room because they just, they were really bad. Like we moved in, I didn't style them immediately and then it was Christmas time. So they had all my Christmas stuff on it. And then we took Christmas down and (laughs) it was just like a bunch of junk on the shelves. And I remembered that I had saved a video on Instagram, I think, um, about like how to style your shelves. And at the time in our old house, we didn't really have any shelves to style. And I was like, well, I'll just save this for later. It's so smart. It was like all these simple tips. And so I tried to find it, but Instagram Instagram and TikTok, you can't search the things that you've saved. So, like, mm-hmm. you just have to hope you can find it. And you don't know what the mm-hmm. thumbnail oh, that's annoying. was. Like, it's really annoying. So, I could not find it. So, then I started watching other videos about styling shelves. And they were making me feel bad about my oh, no. <laughs> my tchotchkes <laughs> that I had to work with. They would be like, first place your tall items, one on each shelf, like, you know, kind of in a zigzag. And I was like, okay, bold of you to assume that I have different types tall items. of objects. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, they're all tiny or medium at best. And then it was like, then you place your bowls. They all featured many bowls or <laughs> other, like, open containers full of nothing, first of all, which makes no sense because that's just, like, a waste of space. But I'm like, where – why do you have so many bowls? I don't have enough bowls. I only have one bowl. Yeah, I don't have – I just have, like, regular old bowls we put food yeah, in. Yeah, like serving yeah. bowls. I don't even have a, I don't have one decorative bowl. Yeah. So it was not helpful. And I'm literally going to Google, like, decorative bowls because <laughs> now I'm like, I need some bowls. Yeah. There's there's a lot out there, but I I never bothered to buy any because you I never had shelves. a space. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I have been actually very diligent about like getting rid of little decorative items because I feel like a lot of times they just I don't know end up making your house look cluttered. 
So I like went through the house looking for like any decorative item I could put on the shelves. And I I didn't have that great of stuff to work with. So I did style the shelves, but they're not totally to my liking, but I think they're good enough. They're good it's enough a good start, now. I'm yeah. sure. It's not like mm-hmm. embarrassing. It's just not like perfect either. I'm always mm. very impressed by people who move in somewhere new and it's like the home is ready mm-hmm. like in like five days. And it's like, what? They put like no thought yeah. into anything. They just like put it all together. Well, it's just yeah. kind of it's like, like decorated. How do they have and, the like, things yeah. that they need? Like people who are able to hang like pictures or like mm-hmm. – all their decorations within like the first even three months of moving mm-hmm. are very impressive. They're completely different. It's just a life thing. I don't know. Yeah. We were not raised that way. That's all. So. <laughs> that's so that's true. So we just oh. were, we weren't raised to nail things on the walls willy nilly. Considering how mom I was raised, think of, mom would think about our wall art for like years before committing mm-hmm. to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I could be much worse than I am. But then when she finally decided on something, it was a showstopper, yeah. you know? So, that's, And that's my problem is I don't want to put anything up until I know it's, like, mm-hmm. the best way that I could do it. And, yeah, we have no pictures on our walls still. So it's not the best way. Well, it sounds like it was a start, though. Yeah. And, yeah, it was. That's great. Yeah, I'm very impressed. Um, Well, we are going to ask you guys on Instagram to just tell us how you took care of business this week. It could be something totally little like, you know, a counter you've been meaning to like dust. You know, it could be something so small. It could be something big. It could be dealing with like a government agency of some kind, in which case we wish you all the best. We wish you the best. Mm. Yeah. And even if it's just – your first attempt at the government agency. Exactly. You're, you've still made more progress than you did exactly. the day before. You're, you're walking out tail between your legs with a list of documents that you need. But hey, you know If it's going to take you five tries, you just got one of them done. Exactly. Check one box. So we want to celebrate it. We, you know, we know the new year can be a little overwhelming. So just... Take it, you know, one little step at a time. Does anyone have a weekly win? My weekly win is I got my hair done. (gasps) Nice. You found a new person. I'm sorry. You're wearing headphones. I actually, admittedly, I thought you looked blonder. Yeah. I'm like way blonder. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Do you like it? I can see it. I do. It's always a little I, bit of a I like it. Sorry. That didn't sound Do you like, <laughs> do you like it? it? No, just I love it. Just like you were kinda like, I'm way blonder and you didn't say anything else. So. It's always shocking. I do feel like when I'm blonder when I don't have makeup on, I look very washed out and like kind of deathly. But mm-hmm. welcome to um, the club. But with makeup on, I look better than ever. So it's like, you know, you just The Curse of the Blonde. Mm-hmm. Curse of the Blonde. <laughs> Have Curse you guys heard about one. old money brunette? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so this is a trend that has taken TikTok by storm. There are girls asking for, I guess guys could too. Um, anyone can ask for old money brunette at the salon. And it's, I think it's, I I didn't get what the hate was about because I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I was like unironically thought it was very pretty. 
but people it's a it's a pretty brunette but it doesn't have like a ton of highlights it's yeah. a very like understated pretty, like, like classic color dimensional mm-hmm. color and it's like yeah kind of a an old a dark look. blonde or light brown mm-hmm. it's like basically the color that many of us are just born with and have so people spent are just laughing change <laughs> exactly people are just laughing at the rebrand of like so just like like light brown hair yeah <laughs> just like old money brunette <laughs> they're like just laughing so it's just kind of become a joke but i think it's pretty it's pretty but I, yeah yeah i was like great i just got my hair done but what i <laughs> like is when the time. blonde kind of grows out and i have like a lot of my root color the you know old money mm-hmm. blonde um old money blonde <laughs> growing back in and then i have like you know the blonde the grown out blonde at the end so mm-hmm. it's a poor man's balayage exactly <laughs> not really <laughs> not really poor because it is expensive here but i was happy to find out that it's a lot easier to find a hairstylist here than in michigan oh nice yeah well that's success it, it's kind yeah. of i have found out that it edmund is kind of like a little utah it's got all your blonde hairstylists you could ever want. It's got swig. It's got cut bop. Like it's got, I don't know. Are they Utahns like bringing it there or it just like? Probably. There's a lot of people from Utah here. So it's, I don't know. It's kind of fun. That's funny. I say, that's funny. I'm like, (laughs) I'm so happy for you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Okay. So my, Weekly win, I'm a little nervous to share. Mm. I debated about if I should – well, I just – this comes with a lot of baggage. I have started reading Jermione fan fiction. (gasps) Wait, are you reading um, – I'm reading that one that Jamie Golden recommended on the podcast, Draco Malfoy and the Mortifying Ordeal of Being in Love. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be – Oh, is it – um? Oh, what is that? Manacled? Manacled, which I thought I, was a real book that people were No, it's fanfic. About. And I was like looking for it on the Libby app. And I was like, why wouldn't it happen? <laughs> I, I hear people talking about this all the time. And then I was like, wait, this mm-hmm. is Harry Potter fan fiction. I think Manacled is going to be – wait, I'm not going to read it because it's. I've heard it's really dark oh. and heavy. So I don't think I'm going to read Manacled. Okay, yeah. Probably not I will say either. this book so far, nothing has been like too inappropriate. I'm just nervous to say that I'm reading it because I don't know what will transpire. And I know there's some like weird fan fiction out there. I've never been into fan fiction. So I just want to give all the disclaimers that like I'm enjoying this one. But I don't Clear know. Has, I know. This is I know. Blowing it's really, my mind. it's really something new. Um, this is like I'm enjoying it. A lot. Remember when like jocks were cool, but then like nerds became cool. This feels yeah. like it's like I'm not. Cool, I just though. don't understand. No, but like it's, it's just such a shift. It is a shift shift. because I was so mean about fan fiction for so long, and I I feel bad about that now. And I'm eating humble pie, as always. I'm always always willing to admit when I was wrong, and I was wrong. So (laughs) this the author of this is called Is This Self-Care? So is this self-care wherever you are? Thank you (laughs) for writing this. Okay, I love you calling it, like, the, the author, calling it a book, like... 
What are they called? Is, what are the? Is there just a writer? I don't know, but like it's just, you're just treating it like it's like. Well, I guess I mean now. Did I'm you know the one there's who's, a whole like sub cottage industry of printing fan fiction and like binding it and selling really? it on like Etsy and stuff? But they've cracked down on it for like yeah, that right reasons. Like that would. I once read a Dramione fan fiction back when. Do you remember? We should tell people Dramione is Draco and Hermione like falling in love. That's why. Yeah. That's what it is. So back when I was like, I don't know, maybe 13 or 14, and I was waiting for like the next book to come out. And I was like, I remember those, this. Those Harry Potter websites. You know how they always mm-hmm. had like, you go on there and read like facts about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, yeah, those sites were great. And they were like fiction or like, and so I was reading it and I remember being just like horrified that I was like, Draco and Hermione? Mm -hmm, I know. That's crazy. Like it, yeah, it like sickened me. It kind of sickened me even as an adult at first, but (laughs) just the idea of. He was just a little boy in the books. Kids can change, they can grow. Seriously? I hope no one would hold me to who I was as a young teen, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's. And and again, I don't know if this is going to become like raunchy. So so far, I'm enjoying it, but I I just need to give all the disclaimers. I'm reading the second book with Penny, and so you know she knows the characters now and stuff. (laughs) And I was like reading this on the Kindle or not the Kindle app, the like books app on my phone. And she looks over my shoulder. She's like, "Why are you reading something about Draco Malfoy?" I was like, I'm reading a book about them when they grow up. And she's like, oh, like they didn't care. They still loved me. So yeah, it's a interesting turn, but it's been fun. I've been wanting to get into like the reading girlies, you know, like Mm -hmm. I think being an English major, I had this like really not in like, I think it kind of ruined reading for me because it gave me like the snobbery, Mm -hmm. but I don't have the mental bandwidth to back that up. And so I just really haven't read much like since getting out of college. Not, And it's been like a bummer, you know? So I kind of actually enjoy this new turn of events where like kind of just reading like fun stuff has gotten so popular the last year or two. Yeah. Like it always was, but it's really like it's exploded. Really, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm just as always late to the party, but that's all. Honestly, my mind is completely wiped. I'm sorry. That was, that. that's my win. <laughs> I'm so, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm just, there's no, there are no words. Should I have a win still? Yeah, you gotta still have a win. Okay. Well, I've been developing a home gym. It's been a lot of fun. I have like a, a squat rack with a bar and weights and, and I've started doing that and it's really good. And if anyone wants to get into weightlifting, I like a program called Strong Lifts 5 by 5 and it's really good. Mm-hmm. And if you're Scared of lifting weights, it's a good one because there's only like four different exercises to learn and they're really easy, like squat, bench press, overhead press, deadlift, barbell row. That's it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Grace, I can vouch for that. She got me into strong lifts and it's the only exercise I can tolerate. 
Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. Bye.